this Yellowwood 500 Underdog Fantasy Picks edition of the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Game Time. Snag the tickets without the stress. Use promo code CFBX on your first purchase to save $20. Download the Game Time app and use promo code CFBX. BX. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Play the Underdog Pick'em in college or NFL or NASCAR and win up to 20 times in one game. Plus, every Sunday they're giving away 100K. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a 100% deposit bonus up to $500. We're also brought to you by Vison. Sign up now and save 40% off with their football season special when you use promo code SGP. Vison.com slash subscribe. Promo code SGP. GP. Finally, we're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off of your first month and start making smarter bets today. Drivers, start your in and pull those belts up tight as the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presents the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. I'll wreck my mom to win a championship. I'll wreck your mom to win a championship. With all the news and the best bets for your NASCAR weekend. It refrains me from not beating the out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions. But since I'm on probation, I suppose that that's uh, improper to say as well. If you could talk about racing things, we could talk about racing things. Now, here are your hosts, Rod Gomez and Cody Zeeb. It is, of course, the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He's Cody Zeeb. I'm Rod Gomez. We've given you Cup Series betting picks. We've given you Truck Series betting picks. We've given you the wheel of DFS. Now, we get to bring it all home on Friday with an episode of our favorite underdog fantasy picks, which, Cody, I might say, has become one of the episodes that I actually do look forward to because the premise of underdog is just so incredibly simple, and I don't understand for the life of me why more people aren't on it. So I'm glad for the people that are joining and coming in and, and playing with us now, but if you're not already, do it. It's so easy. It, it really it is, and it's, it's so much fun. And again... The main like thing that I can't stress enough is you're not competing against a bunch of other people. It's just you making picks and, and going against yourself. If you can get multiple picks right, you win. It's it's really it's that easy, right? It's I mean it yeah, it's it's so much fun. It's great. Racing is on there, and that's great. Football is on there. I've been doing a lot of the football stuff. It's that's great as well, right? Um, I mean, if you're into MMA, they've got on there. They've got NBP. I don't even know what that is, um, but they've got it on here. They have esports. They got college football. They got tennis. They got soccer. They got FIFA. They got WBA. You do Ryder Cup, other golf stuff. Um, they'll have NBA on here when that comes back. Boxing, CFL, Rod. I know. Uh, I love the CFL. NHL. Like it, they have got everything, and you can go cross sports too. Want to throw a couple of NASCAR picks in there? You want to toss in an NFL one? We were talking about that all week last week. Tyreek Hill, 
he hit it on like the second play of the game. He was boom. He was he was over the higher projection, right? And and oh, it was great. Uh, yeah, lot of fun, man. It's uh, yeah, I can't stress enough. I mean, I know that they are obviously our sponsors, and and we appreciate that. But even if they weren't a sponsor, I, I would still be suggesting it because Underdog is great, and and it's a lot of fun to do. They've got Korean baseball. That is amazing. Oh, is that the KB? Is that what KB? Yeah, the Lote Giants <laughs> versus the. Oh man, I did not go. see that before. <laughs> That's fantastic. The Lote Giants, by the way, and then the the LG Twins. Those uh, Lote Giants. In fact, it's funny. I am wearing a Japanese baseball team jersey in Rakuten. Uh, that is fantastic. I, I love it. I'm. I didn't I, even I realize that it. was like a coupon app or something (laughs) (laughs) well i mean technically it is but it is a baseball team over there in japan but um (laughs) i was stationed in korea for a year uh and i went to go watch a lote giants baseball game uh and i just because i'm a san francisco giants fan so i had to watch the lote giants um but man that was a phenomenal experience i'll never forget watching baseball in korea Love it. So that you can play along an underdog. Pretty cool. Nice. It, it was really damn cool. I mean, I like yeah, yeah, that's awesome. They had cheerleaders and they loved Americans. They were just like cheerleaders for baseball. Oh, American <laughs> soldiers, too. Come on, Rod. I mean, geez. Hey, I was a lot younger back then, too. So, uh, anyways, that's not why we're here. We're here to talk about. <laughs> the Yellowwood 500 at Talladega. Uh, again, as underdog, we've clearly laid out. They've got plenty of other stuff for you to play, other sports that you can cross with this as well. But do do load up on some of these racing ones because uh, we're definitely going to give you some of our favorite plays for this. Underdog, if you're brand new to it, the premise is simple. They give you a finishing position. You choose whether or not the driver finishes higher or lower than that position, and it's that simple. Uh, you can stack them on top of each other up to five uh, players and picks at, as you wish. You could do two, uh, and that will definitely give you a nice little payout. Or you could go all five and, and win 20 times your money when you're whatever you're risking, whether that's $5, whether that's $20, whatever you're trying to put in the pot. You're trying to multiply that up to 20 times if you get all five of these picks correct. So. Yeah, and you can do the the insured ones too, where you you know if you make three or more picks, even if you miss one, you can still get, um, you know, it, it brings the the overall potential to to x your your stuff, but it gives you that one mulligan in there, which is a nice thing to have because how many times do you enter those lineups and you end up hitting four of five or or you know we've we've all been there, right? So more it's, times uh, than I'm willing the, to admit, I'll tell you that yeah, much right now. The insurance play is nice because then you can have that one mulligan in there. So, uh, plenty of fun to be had. So, uh, Cody, I think uh, we should just go ahead and start laying out some of those plays. But before we do, let me tell you about game time. Buying tickets to the Lote Giants is stressful when you're trying to not only purchase it in another country, but purchase it in a foreign currency. You're going to be crying when you can't buy tickets to your favorite game over there in Korea. Okay, I don't know if game time works in Korea. But if it did, that'd be fantastic. Game time, make that happen. But it definitely works in the United States. So you want to watch the San Francisco Giants, but you don't know whether or not you can make it to the game until maybe the day of, in some cases, or at least the day before. Your plans are up in the air. You don't know what's going on. You just want to buy tickets, but you can't. Well, most apps are going to gouge you for that. Most most apps are going to tell you either 
you can't buy tickets anymore because they're sold out or they're going to charge you six times really what you'd be paying anyways because they give you the convenience fee they give you the last minute fee they give you the fee just because you waited and you're not a, a winner like people that buy them early whatever else they throw on top of it game time does not do that they will actually reward you for being a procrastinator by giving you last minute deals on all of those concerts and sporting events and um, tennis matches and whatever. I know it's a sporting event. Tennis is a sport? Whatever. I don't know. Uh, but they give you all those deals, right? Last minute deals, flash deals. And not to mention, if you buy it from game time, if you buy the ticket from game time and you find a cheaper price somewhere, I don't know how, which is why they don't know how, they're going to refund you 110% of your purchase price. And not only that, they're going to send you a picture of future you enjoying the concert from the seat in which you're going. Okay, they don't do that. But they'll at least send you a picture from the seat so you know what you're going to look at when you get there. All I'm trying to tell you is to snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use code CFBX for $20 off of your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem the code CFBX for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed underdog fantasy if this isn't uh, a 45 minute long uh just singing testimony to them allow me to expand a little bit underdog fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite football team or drive along with your favorite drivers all season long like i said you can win up to 20 times your money in a single game by going five for five in your contest not to mention that from now until october 4th underdog is matching 100 of your first deposit up to five hundred dollars plus a hundred thousand dollar sundays continue on underdog fantasy with a total of two million dollars in prizes all season long a hundred thousand dollars in play this week ten people are going to wake up ten thousand dollars richer just from underdog alone they got a new sweep sweepstakes happening every week of the nfl season on the other side of the break we're going to give you all of our favorite underdog fantasy plays so watch along make picks and maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit up to $500. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN. Well, Cody, I think it is time for us to start making our Underdog picks from Talladega Super Speedway. Here's the great part about it. We've cautioned you all week long about going light on this. Don't go light on this. You can you can load up as much as you need to because this is actually a much uh I don't want to say safer, but it's definitely a, a better a better way to do this because it gives you a lot of leeway. Yes, agreed. All right, Rod. We have to kick this off in true super speedway fashion. If you pl could please look this up for me. There is a list of commandments, one long uh that go in into super speedways so could you please read me the number one commandment at super speedways and cody saith unto the folks out there listening thy shall or thou shalt always fade kyle larson on a super speedway so saith cody zeeb <laughs> thank you i You're appreciate welcome. that um and that is true that is what you should do which you should always do. They've got his uh, better or worse than a 10.5. Rod, give me worse than and hammer this side of it, okay? <laughs> Let me go back through Kyle Larson finishes at Talladega. Okay, first of all, 
let's see here. Okay. <laughs> got, got a little game for you. I don't know if you have it pulled up. If you do, don't stop looking. Uh, 10.5 is the number they have set for him. Kyle Larson has made 17 starts at Talladega. I'm going to set his over-under at five. What do you think? Uh, you think he's gone over or under this number five times of, of ten and a half? I'm going to say under the five. You are times. correct. Yes, three times in 17 starts, he's finished better than ten and a half. Thirty-third in the spring, 18th last fall, fourth place last spring. Rod his one career top five finish on all super speedways, including Atlanta, since it's been reconfigured, including Daytona. One singular. Top five finish. Prior to that, 37th, 40th, 39th, 24th, 11th, 40th, 13th, 12th. Rod, other than that one top four finish we talked about, you have to go back to October 2016 for the last time before that, that he went better than 10.5, where he finished sixth. Then it was a 29th, a 24th, a 42nd. We don't even allow 42 cars to race anymore. (laughs) 17th. And his very first start here in 2014, he did finish in ninth place. Kyle Larson, one of the greatest drivers in all of racing, in all of the world, in probably in history to a degree, one of the best ever, not good at super speedways. Let's go back to Daytona, if we shall. 27th in the fall here, or at Daytona. Uh, 18th in the 500. 37th. 32nd, 20th. Here we go, Rod. The Daytona 500 of 2021. He did finish better than 0.5 with a 10th place finish. And he did it in 2020 as well. Um, But before that, actually, he had a little streak there. Three in a row where he got it. Uh, Before that, a lot of other bad finishes. So (laughs) just not good at super speedways. Uh, Again, three times in 17 races at this track. His numbers finished better than this. So Spoiler alert, all three of my uh, picks here for underdog are worse than picks. In general, we look for the positive side of things, right? We're trying to go for the for the better than. It's more fun to root for that and, and all that. It's like, yeah. But anyways, you're always you're always trying to go, you know, you want the you want the fantasy guy. You're looking at the ceiling, not the floor, right? But here, just because of the wrecks, I mean, it's that's going to help you if they get taken out early then you're hitting this, right? And boom, it locks it in. Now, if they avoid the wrecks make it to the end, it, it could be you know, a little scary for you. But Kyle Larson, a guy that just doesn't do it three times in 17 races, means he can do it, sure. But a majority, a heavy majority of the time, he does not. That's why it is the one commandment for super speedway racing. Fade Kyle Larson. It makes you money. Don't stop when it comes to underdog. We are nothing if not strict to the scripture. So I will back you on that one. Um, you know what? There's got to be merch in that. Uh, we, we, we have to find a way. I mean, you could put a, get the little, you know, the little table tablet looking thing, right? Yeah. Old school tablet. And it just says the commandments of super speedway racing from the NASCAR gaming podcast. Thou shalt fade Kyle Larson on super speedways okay sorry we're good we'll get in touch with jake we'll get in touch with jake we'll have that for you uh (laughs) god i love that Uh, (laughs) all right so i am going to go the different route i didn't realize that i did pick two uh higher thans for this one so the first of mine (laughs) i'm i guess i'm just the eternal optimist i don't really see what the deal is you can't help yourself i I love it i love how we're going different ways i can't try to go back and listen to the truck episode 
I had like one bet. I think my my lowest number bet was like plus four twenty five, and all of Rod's bets were lower than that. So I was yeah. like, literally, I don't want to give you any picks because this is all <laughs> yucky. But um, all right, this is not. So I'm going to take Brad Kozlowski. His number is set at seven point five, so seven and a half. He needs a seventh place finish or better. This is something that Brad Kozlowski has not only done on this track in three out of his last five races, but he's also finished inside of the uh, the top, what are we at, uh, seven. He's finished inside of the top seven in three of his last five races in general. So start with second place in Daytona. Oh, hey, by the way, that's a super speedway. Um, he did start 12th in that one, finished second. Darlington, he finished sixth. Kansas, he finished ninth. Bristol, eighth, but came back for a seventh place finish in Texas. He's got a fourth place at Michigan, a sixth place at Richmond, but more valid to this point. You go back to Daytona earlier, not a good run for him there in 22nd, but uh, Atlanta, which we kind of consider as a super speedway, a second place finish there. Fifth place at Talladega for Brad Keselowski. Um, look back at something he's done. He's a second place here in 2021, ninth place at Daytona in 2022. He's won on this track as well in 2021. Uh, so Brad Kozlowski, not a stranger at all to finishing somewhere in the seventh place vicinity. Uh, again, on this track, like we said, seven races since 2020, a win, three top fives, three top tens. So he's definitely a solid finisher in that respect. Brad Kozlowski also on super speedways, over the last three seasons, 15 races, one win, four top fives, six top tens. So, again, another uh, good streak of runs for him there. And and just for Brad Kozlowski, I mean, we talked a little bit about on the betting show, too, as far as this RFK team has done wonders in, in trying to find speed, especially on these super speedways. We talked about Fords being able to link up with each other. Busher and him continue to just push each other all everywhere it doesn't matter if it's a super speedway if it's a, a mile and a half if it's a short track like these guys run within a couple of positions around each other and on a super speedway obviously you want those kind of allies you want those guys that know that you can hang with each other i mean that's it's one thing if you have you know if you're up front and you know your teammate can't hang with you and they're way in the back all the time right not rfk they know that those cars are built so similarly and can drive comparably that they're going to stay around each other and they use that to their advantage especially on super speedways so uh for brad to finish seventh place or better I, I don't think that's out of their own possibility in fact go back to the betting episode and see how much i think his potential actually is in this race which is spoiler alert far better than seven and a half yeah same here i i love brad this weekend i think uh, again the list of of drivers with more wins at talladega dale earnhardt senior end of list like he's that good at talladega and uh, he's yeah he, he's so due to get this winless streak off and ah uh, it's got to come this week rod i i'm rooting for that even if i didn't have a bet on it so hard just because i want to see it uh it's when he does win it is going to be a celebration you're going to see the weight lifted off his shoulders i think it could be this week so i do think he will be better than this one so i, I do like um the the going better than with Kozlowski at seven and a half me too. I love it. Uh, okay. I also love people that allow us to continue to bring these, this content. Like the fine folks at Vison. We're brought to you by Vison. Sign up, save 40% off the football season special when you use promo code SGP. That's Vison, V S I N dot com slash subscribe, promo code SGP. 
Sean and Ryan always do things big, and they're doing this big as well. They got a contest going with all the other shows, a head-to-head with all the other shows at Vison to see who can sell the most subscriptions. The winning show is going to get a $1,000 Super Bowl future to see what to put wherever they see fit. But it's not just Sean and Ryan that are going to be figuring out where this was going to go when we end up winning. They're going to cut you in on the prize when they do win. How to get in on the step one. Go to vsin.com slash subscribe. Use promo code SGP to go sign up. Then go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash vsin to submit your proof of purchase. They win, and let's face it, when they win, because you guys are going to go out in droves and sign up for this package. You're going to get to decide with Sean and Ryan which team is going to get that $1,000 Super Bowl future bet on them. And when that hits... You're going to get an equal share of that action. So go to VSIN.com slash subscribe. Use promo code SGP. Then sportsgamblypodcast.com slash VSIN to submit. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, and MLB and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay into Hall of Fame Bet's revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg, as well as expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rates for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark. Join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off of your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. We have another driver to introduce to you in this one, and whether or not he was going to finish better or worse than his uh, projected position, Cody, who is that? I am going to go with Eric Almarola. Uh, I'm going to take him also. Or well, his is his is at ten, but I'm going to take him worse than ten. Um, and it's it again. This is just this play in the averages of guys are going to get caught up in wrecks. Um, and Eric Almarola has had his uh, had his streaks, right? If you go from October 2016 through June of 2020, Rod, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight races in a row, he finished better than tenth place. Since then, over the last six races, he has not finished better than 10th place here at Talladega. 22nd in the spring, 14th last fall even, so running at the end, but outside of that top 10, 13th last spring, 26th, a 15th, a 37th. Then you had that long streak, but even prior to that streak in 2016, he went one, two, three, four, five, six more races before he finished a 10th place again before that, so... Um, a majority of the time, and especially lately, he is not finishing inside. He's one of those guys where it seems like he'll pop up kind of randomly here and there, have a good super speedway run, and you're like, oh, yeah, he is kind of good at super speedways, right? But lately, it's just not been as consistent. Like He had that that streak of, of four seasons where every finish inside the top eight, or inside the top nine, rather, from 2016 through 2020. I mean, a bunch of races in a row there, but uh, the performance really has just... It's kind of fallen off since then. Um, you go and you look at his Daytona statistics here. He did finish third this fall here, so he he got his one good super speedway race out of the way is how I'm going to look at that. 
Uh, in the 500, he was 21st. Last fall, he was 21st. He did have a, a fifth place in, in the 500 in 2022, but before that, 14th, 34th, um, 18th, 22nd, a bunch of not better than 10 finishes. Uh, again, it's just playing the law of averages of, you know, we play it the other way where we want the attrition and we want the guys to get up into the top 10. This is playing the other side of that and and guessing he's going to get caught up in that attrition and, and be part of those cars that are taken out. And what's great about taking the the worst ends on underdog here is you could hit all of these fairly. I mean, in one wreck could just take if they, if all those guys get involved in it, they're out of the race. Boom, you're done. You don't have to sweat this one until the end. Like with a better than, unless you know everybody that's behind, you know every possible position lower is is DNF'd. You're gonna have that sweat till the end. So this one could even be checked out early for you. But I do like Al Marola worse than 10.0. Has his flashes. He did it here at Daytona recently, but it's not super consistent and it's not been that good at Talladega here lately. So Eric Almarola worse than 10.0. Well, and there's still no real. I mean. There, there's no definitive on whether or not he actually is coming back, right? So he could. Yeah, could be his be final super speedway race. Checking out. Yeah. I mean, again, it's, it's, I don't know that his mind's made up, but. Well, he was our, he was supposed to retire last was year. That, was that last year or was it the year before? Like, it's been, he's gone longer than he anticipated because he was going to retire, be with his family. Now it's like, you know, we're not making the playoffs. Stuart Haas kind of sucks in general at this point. It's like, Maybe he is kind of checked out. He's ready to go back to Florida. That's where he's from. Got all that Smithfield money. They're probably going to sponsor him when he's done. He's going to be Smithfield's dad at the softball game or something, and they're just going to keep paying him because they love him so much. But, yeah, it's there's that that possibility as well. I feel like I'd just take the free bacon. I don't even care at that point. I'd be like, if you give me <laughs> well, a lifetime I, supply of bacon, we're good. Dale Jr. was talking about that on his podcast this week. He gets – he in his contract like he gets a case of Budweiser like so many cases a year he was saying Ken Schrader from when Ken Schrader drove the Bud 25 car for Hendrick in the 90s like Schrader still gets his allotment of Budweiser every year like how do you not work in so many pounds of bacon every year like just send me a package of bacon a week for the rest of my life right like that's it's got to be part of the deal I'm literally bringing home the bacon. But at this point, I, I, I'm telling you, when you sign those types of deals, when you're sponsored by those types of people, I, I don't, I should never, if I, if I ever drove for Bud, I should never have to buy another Budweiser again in my life. That would, exactly. you know, That's, I should yeah, get a card, a card that says the bearer of this card gets a free Budweiser when presented. Well, so. I mean, he's, Dale Jr. has a face, and that probably gets him free drinks everywhere. I don't, goes, though. But I'd need a card. <laughs> I would need a card, and then and I would need... People look at him, and they go, hey, that's Dale Jr. Here you go. You I, <laughs> I would need a representative next to me from Bud to say, yes, that's true. He he really does have that card. That, that's how much I do I find need. it funny that, like, super rich... Like, Dale Jr. can afford to buy his own beer, right? But he gets it for free. Like, Denny Hamlin was like... He was talking about going to the Drake concert last week before the race or whatever, and he's like, oh, yeah, I didn't pay a penny for that. And it's like... But you can. Like everybody else has to pay and we can't afford it, but you can. Whatever. It's, yeah. I find it funny, but I'm just that but that's how they can afford it. This is <laughs> That's the celebrity status, right? <laughs> they always say to you uh, uh that the the richest of the people don't uh don't pay for things and I'm like, "Yeah, whatever. That, that's why they're rich." I'm like, "Get out of here. I'll never know that feeling." Uh all right. As we wax poetic about being poor, uh we will go to my next pick and that's Chris Busher. Uh once again, I I didn't 
<laughs> I didn't choose this. It chose me. I, I literally was looking at the, the plays, and I thought, what jumped off the page at me? And both of the RFK cars jumped off the page at me, apparently. Uh, but Chris Busher's number is set at eight and a half. We talked about this on the, the betting episode. If you expect Brad Kozlowski to be good on this track, expect Chris Busher to be good on this track. And by and large, Chris Busher has actually not been bad on this track by himself. Um, he did finish third here in the spring. Uh, he got a couple of bad finishes in 2022. But, I mean, we talked a lot about how the the first year of, of RFK as a team was pretty disappointing altogether. Um, but in 2021, in the, the dying moments of, of Roush Fenway, uh, by itself, he had a sixth-place finish. He also had a sixth-place finish here in 2020. So some good good results, right, with, with an okay Roush team. But what I'm more impressed with is I'm looking back at what he's done this season on Super Speedways, this version of Chris Busher, because you can kind of take the rest out and, and just kind of throw it out with the bathwater. Um, because 2022, in the fall, 25th here at Talladega, 27th at Daytona, 20, uh, 38th at Talladega uh, in the spring, 16th at Daytona in the spring. That's all this finishes last year. Um, and then before that, like I said, the sixth place at, at Talladega, 40th at Daytona, 21st at Talladega, 31st. I, I don't want to keep going. Okay, There was a good string of, of top 10 finishes for, uh, for in between 2020 in the three races at Daytona. He got ninth, Talladega sixth, uh, Daytona third. But this version of Chris Buescher, the one we are watching right now, one at Daytona a, a couple of weeks ago, third at Talladega in the spring, fourth at Daytona in the spring. I mean, that fourth at Daytona in the spring should have signaled to us that it was going to be Chris Buescher's season and that we were all just going to be along for the ride. Chris Buescher has three wins on the season in a season where it was difficult for anybody to get that many wins in a season, right? Eight top fives, 14 top tens, <clears throat> excuse me, an average finish of 12th. Three of his last five races have been all top five finishes uh, with that win at Daytona, a third at Darlington, and a fourth at Bristol. Back-to-back -back wins at Richmond and Michigan later in the season, even a seventh place at a road course. I mean, Chris Buescher's going to be good on this track. He's got his teammate Brad Kozlowski with all the Fords that will probably want to end up working together because there's not that many of them. So I think Chris Buescher's a solid lock for a top five, let alone a top eight. So give me uh, Chris Buescher higher than 8.5 place finish in this race. I like playing these two guys together, the year two guys. Like if you're going to take Kozlowski higher than, you got to take Buescher higher than with them because... Uh, again, like hook these cars together literally at the beginning of this race and do not leave each other's side. Like, and they are going to be very hard to beat. Part of our, again, go back to listen to the episode, right? Of, of the betting picks earlier in the week. We really like both of these guys. We really see a case for both these guys to win. You saw what they did at the end of that Daytona race. It was just unfreaking stoppable. And they're just both so selfless that. It it really really helps them out. They're not they're not looking to to help each other until like they will just whichever one is in front will push the other one. Uh, and I think that that playing these guys together is a really good way to go about it. So I do like uh, again not big on the higher thans this week just because of the chaos and and there's the risk there. But I, I do think that playing these guys together 
is the way to go if you're going to pick a couple of higher loads. And I feel like that's such a breath of fresh air. I mean, I know it's hyper-competitive. I get it, and that's exactly what it is. But, like, for those two guys to just be, like, we, we don't, I mean, we don't really care which one of us wins. We just want to win as a team. I'm like, I love you guys. <laughs> It's uh, the the true American story, right, Rod? It it really is. It really is. Uh, Okay, we have one last driver to suggest for you. Uh, So why don't you go ahead and cue that up there, Cody? Yes, next up for me, big surprise here. I am going to go with the under or the the worse than finish, I guess, is is the proper wording. Um, Obviously, I said that's what I was going to do for, for all of them. So going under. Uh, worse than 12 or 10.5. Again, it's a popular number. I guess I'm picking on all the guys at, at 10.5. They, I think this has got to be one of the hardest weeks to set this, right? Because how, where do you set these numbers at to, to entice people to still take better than, but, but not leave yourself too prone to, to them going, uh, you know, worse than. So I think it's, it's a really interesting line, but Kyle Bush for me, um, you talked about it on the, uh, on the betting episode earlier this week. Uh, taking, I think it was Chris Busher over him, and I know that I took him over Kyle Larson, but that's just because I think Kyle Larson is going to almost certainly wreck out, right? And, and see Commandment One, <laughs> exactly. Thank Kyle Larson, right? See, see command, yeah, see the commandment. So, um, and and with Kyle Bush, he won this race in the spring, so he is good here. He was third place last spring in this, uh, but the fall races haven't been as kind to him, so I'm going to go with that part of it. Uh, but other outside of those two, so so first in the spring. He was 20th last fall. That would be worse than he was third in the spring. So obviously better than. Um, so if you believe in patterns, he's due for a worse than. So there you go. But prior to that, that April of 22, uh, third place, 27th, 18th, 27th, 32nd, 19th. Did have a 10th place in 2019, but then 26, 13, 27. There was a three in there, but 30, a two, but then 11, 40, 12. Like, again, a lot going up. Uh, worse than this number and capable of doing it, obviously. We saw him at the end of the Daytona 500. He was there. Should have won that race. Should have cashed as a ticket. Didn't happen um, and, and ended up finishing worse than, even though he was a better than car, right? Because that's how it goes. Um, he did get this win here in the spring, but uh, again, this is playing the odds of there's going to be wrecks and, and there's a decent chance he gets swept up in this and again it's not he's not more times than he is he's not finishing better than so give me kyle bush worse than 10.5 well and we talked about it in the truck episode too now with the sale of kyle uh kyle freaking bush motorsports and and how much that could be playing with him at this point too because that's a giant distraction so it's very difficult to separate that kind of stuff from what's going on in the track and to hold as much uh, attention that you need in this race in particular i mean granted i know that he's a race car driver and he can get behind the wheel of a car and probably just tune the rest of the world out you know uh a la who was it that would uh oh like the like um uh, kevin costner in the uh, perfect game when he would clear the mechanism right that might be what kyle bush ends up doing but you saw by the end by the ninth inning it was getting very difficult for Kevin Costner to clear that mechanism, I got to believe that Kyle Busch at this point, it's getting difficult to clear the mechanism every time he gets into a car. So, um, you know, he's probably ready for this season to be over. It's a long season. Look, I'm, I, we're almost the same age. 
I couldn't even imagine getting behind the wheel of a car to drive 500 miles every single Sunday and still want to get behind the wheel. I hate driving 45 minutes to get to work. <laughs> how how am I going to want to spend five hours in a car when I know I'm going to get beaten, banged around? So, yeah, I, I that's my Kyle Busch thing, too. It's the same type of uh, circumstance. So I'm with you on this. Take the worse than 10th and a half because it's just going to happen. Speaking of lower than, my only lower than in this case is Joey Logano. This is so high for Joey Logano. You have to take the the lower than in this instance. It's set at seven it's, and a half, Cody. So I, and it's so weird because we talked about this on the uh, on the DFS show yesterday. Because he uh, go check that out. That was a really fun one. Again, we used the used the wheel. We brought back the wheel. And Logano was one of the guys who popped up, and and that was one of your guys. And it was like, oh, I got to make a case for him, and it's not that easy to make a case. Like there is, there's those again. He'll pop sometimes, and and, and you're not surprised. And he's on a good team that's good at drafting. And so, but overall, like it's, oh, and he's just he's the hardest driver to predict, Rod. <laughs> he is, but not in this instance, in my opinion, because if you look back, five of his last six races on here have been outside of the top 26, Cody, not even the top 20, not even the top 25, the top 26, 26th in 2020, 39th in the 2021 spring race. This is where he popped, right? He had a third place finish in the fall of, of 2021. Yay, all is right with Joey Logano. Nope, 32nd, 27th, 30th. Those are his next three finishes on this track. It's, it's you, not even good. Do you remember, this is just, it's hilarious every time I think about it. So going back to that, the race last October, he finished his 27th. Prior to that race, he was just bitching and complaining. And he's like, Danny Hamlin, these guys, you know, you get these crappy cars. They ride in the back all race. And and then everybody wrecks. And uh, you run up front the whole race. And I wreck. And so he just pulls out and he rides in the back. And then, like, that was the one time a Super Speedway race didn't have all these big wrecks. And he just finishes shitty because he was purposely riding behind the field. Oh, it was great. It was hilarious. He tried. I mean, listen, <laughs> it's not for everybody, and that's why. You got to know, and that's why Denny didn't do it, right? He, yeah, we talked about Denny, and how he's so good at knowing when to when to pull out and when to go back. And, yep. It was, oh, yeah, but Joey Logano, <laughs> not so much. And in fact, uh, on Super Speedways in general, it's really been hit or miss for uh, Joey Logano altogether, and, and he's just been on the wrong side of it so many times that it's not even... It's just not even funny. So, like I said, uh, he did have a fifth place at Daytona to, to start the or uh, uh, in the fall, actually. So I was one of the better super speedway finishes. Daytona is a better track for him than than Talladega altogether. Fifth at Daytona, second in the 500. Uh, so good, good super speedway finishes there. But Talladega, 30th, like we said before, uh, in the spring, 27th in the fall of last time, 32nd uh, there as well. So plenty of bad finishes at Talladega in general. Overall, Cody, Travis Pastrana has a better average finishing position at Super Speedways since February of 2020 than Joey Logano. I'm just kidding. It doesn't matter. Well, Joey, he's, he's got a better. He's got a better finish than everyone. Doesn't I was going to say Travis Pastrana has one race, 11th place finish. So it's 11th just, place, right? There yeah. Uh, I, I just I, I figured I'd throw that out there. Anyways, it's just I don't at, at this track in particular. You know, I know that that you factor in Daytona as far as super speedways are concerned, but even Daytona is its own animal. Uh, and, and you could do better at Daytona than you do it at, uh, uh, Talladega and drivers have done that. Joey Logano's done that, but I don't think that he is going to finish, uh, better than seven and a half in this particular race altogether. 
Um, and it's not because, again, he's not he's – he was the champion last season. But unfortunately, he's not driving like a, a defending champion because he's not going to be a defending champion anymore. His last two finishes, 34th at Bristol, 21st at Texas. Did have a fifth place at Kansas. That's great. 12th at Darlington. Okay. But again, nothing to write home about. 14 top 10 finishes and 30 starts. It's not, not very good. And nine top fives. So that doesn't tell me he's going to finish inside of the top seven and a half in this, I don't think Joy Logano is going to get a seventh place finish or better. So take the lower than seven and a half for Joy Logano on this. Yeah, and, and again, uh, lower than is is just so much of a safer side when it comes to. It's so weird because it's backwards, right? I mean, it, especially with like a guy like Kyle Larson, like that's not the safer play most weeks. He's gonna be fast, and he's had a lot of bad finishes lately, so it could be safer. But uh, it just yeah, I mean, you, there's there's a better chance these guys finish lower than. Than there is that they finish higher than just because the attrition rate because of the wrecks. Again, just Google Talladega wrecks. Like they these are spectacular wrecks and one little bobble and boom, twenty cars are piled up in the corner. Wrong place, wrong time. That's all it takes. So that's why I really like attacking the lower than. Um, but there is the the case to be made for some of the higher thans as well. I think we did a good job balancing it out. I think we did too. And again, it can happen at the front of the pack. It doesn't have to be at the back of the pack. If one car gets squirrely it's, underneath the other one, we've seen that take out the seems entire like field. We've, we've seen that a lot more lately. Like it seemed to, it used to be second, third row back where the wrecks would start more often. And, and you'd, you know, if you were leading, you just stayed ahead of it and you stayed out of the way. But now it's battling, battling for these wins at the end of stages and guys get so aggressive in those points. That's all I've heard everybody talking about this week, right? You listen to like Dora Bumper Clear with the spotters and you listen to to Dale Jr. and you listen to LaJoy and you listen to uh, Danny Hamlin. And, and like it's so important to get these stage points because there's 20 stage points up there for grabs. If you go get those 20 stage points and then you get caught up in a wreck, you still walk away with 20 stage points. If you don't get those stage points, you get caught up in a wreck, you don't walk away with any point like they're going to be racing so hard this weekend. Uh, this race is going to get really, really messy, and I am here for it. Yes, sir. When I say 188 laps earlier, it's going to be action-packed and crazy. So, uh, all right, get out your pen and paper. We're going to go over our underdog plays for this week. We are going to start with Cody, who gave you a Kyle Larson lower than a tenth-and-a-half place finish, so worse than tenth-and-a-half place finish. Uh, I am giving you Brad Kozlowski higher than a seventh and a half place finish. Cody's giving you Almarolic to finish worse than 10th place. I'm giving you Chris Buescher to finish better than eight and a half. Kyle's saying that Kyle Busch is going to finish worse than 10th and a half. And I said, Joey Logano will finish worse than seven and a half mix and match. Use all, well, you can't use all six, but use up to five of those, uh, or just use two or three. And, uh, and do what you will or pick some of your own. There's still plenty of them out there. I know Byron is out there for the taking. Um, I think there's a couple more out there that, that are not on our list, but definitely look around for those as well. So we will, uh, yeah, we'll just have some fun keeping track with you. So make sure you're in the Discord letting us know which ones you're taking and, of course, uh, how they fare out throughout the course of the, uh, of the race. I love it. I'm excited. This is going to be, yeah, again, I, I end up with, a lot of different uh, underdog plays throughout the weekend between football, between racing F one gets tossed in there. We get Xfinity a lot. It'll be interesting. Uh, we're recording this episode a little earlier in the week, but 
some trucks. I think we'll probably pop on there at some point this week. So stay tuned. Stay tuned to the Discord. We'll we'll share some truck uh, underdog plays as well. Oh man, it's gonna be a fun weekend. Also, make sure to follow us on social media. We definitely pop some of ours out there as well that we don't give out on the show. So um, keep following us as well. And then Cody, as we bring this episode to a close, let everybody know where they can find all of those extra bonus underdog plays on your uh, social medias. Yep. Follow me on X at Husker underscore Z. Follow the show as well at NASCAR Gambling. We'll make sure to to post, repost, I think is what it's called these days. We'll make sure to repost those uh, underdog plays. Uh, and make sure you sign up for Underdog again. Use that promo code. Was it? It's a it's a hundred percent up to five hundred dollars now, right? Like, holy shit! They're they're letting you get some skin in the game. Come on, that's great. Uh, and then yeah, check out the YouTube as well. NASCAR Gambling Podcast. Um, just type that in. You'll find us. Go back and check out the DFS show from yesterday. A lot of fun. You get to see the wheel. See that it's real. We didn't cook up the plays that that happened to work in our favor. Uh, but no, it was, it was a great time. Check it out. Ah, super speedway racing. It's my favorite. I love it. Enjoy the weekend. Let's go make some money. Let's go make some money, indeed. And we've given you so many ways to do that throughout the course of the week. It's almost a shame to bring it to a close, but we will because we get to enjoy super speedway racing, Talladega trucks, or uh, trucks and cup. (laughs) Can you tell it's ready? Time for me to be... (laughs) I'm on X. it's Friday, Rob. It's Friday, everybody. TGIF. Uh, yeah, let's look forward to some racing. Follow me on X at RJ Gomez. Link in the bio to everything I got going on. Make sure you're checking out the back road over there. Seth, Elliot, and I talking about Talladega and our favorite DFS plays as well. All right, guys. We'll see you on Monday for the recap of what should be a crazy and wild Super Speedway weekend. So until then, enjoy your weekend. Love you guys so much. Let's go racing and let it ride. <laughs>